Welcome back, everybody. Welcome back. I'm Matt. I'm Jimmy. We are two average guys. Let me make sure we're all set up here on the uh, on the live feed. Just take a second here. Hope everyone's doing good on this. Uh, While you do that, non. Yeah, we're good on this non uh, snowy, non snowy Monday. Uh, pretty exciting to not Sorry. have not have too much snow left on the ground anymore. Um, yeah, after it being sunny today, I think everything kind of went away. Yeah. Sorry, all, um, I lost power from 3 to midnight last night. Yeah, so, yeah, so this guy lost power, so we had to uh, kind of revise what we were going to do yeah. and switch to today. So no big deal, we're, we're here today, and um, we're going to go ahead and yeah enjoy the show a little bit. Um, so ho- hopefully you guys joining in, enjoy it. Um, we have a lot to talk about. Obviously, we are now 0-6 for the first time ever. Um, ever. Um, so not exactly something that with we the, ever thought would happen. But a 10-game losing streak that I didn't think we'd have happen either. Exactly. So, you know, it is what it is. Um, there's a lot to take away from that, and there's a lot to be upset about. There's a lot of questions, um, but I think you know we're we're gonna start just by going over what we saw this last weekend, Um, because I think you can still point out some good things, um, but you can point out a lot of bad things too. And so I I think we'll we'll go ahead and start with that, and then kind of see where we go from there. So before we do that, we are on six, first time. Uh, We thought it'd be appropriate to take a shot of Fireball. Um, Just uh, you got something at home that you've got? If you wanna, if you wanna take take a shot with us, feel free. Cheers to Nebraska, 0-6. We're going to get that win, hopefully, this week against Minnesota. So, cheers. I'll be there. Ah. (laughs) Always refreshing. Yes. Ah. Always goes down smooth. Always goes down smooth. Fairly smooth. Um, So, anyways, so we're here. We're excited to talk about Husker football, as always. Um, So, this last weekend, we went down to – they're over to Evanston. One thing I was really excited about uh, in the morning is seeing all the pictures of the frost on the field. Yeah, that was cool. And there's a lot, of, you know, it's a lot of red. There always is there. A lot of, I mean, a they, lot. they were saying on TV 50 50. Um, my boss was there. He said today it was easily 70 30, yeah. if not more. Either way, we always travel well to Evanston. Um, so it was really cool to see all the red in the stands. Even the guys. Plus, there's just a lot of people in Chicago that are from Nebraska. So. Very true. And it's an easy trip, easy drive there. Right. Um, but seeing on TV, seeing the guys commentating on how much, uh, on how many people were there from Nebraska or Nebraska fans there, all the red in the stands. I mean, it was really cool. It was cool to see when we did something good. They weren't able to. They had to use a silent snap against us, so they had to do different things just well, because. And it's funny too. You hear boos, and it's like normally yeah. that would be yeah. like who, who are you booing? <laughs> yeah, but it was uh, it was all the Husker fans there. So good to see. Keep that up. That's what we need. Yeah, so I mean, it was fun. It was it was fun to see the crowd, um, just see how many fans will still travel to go watch the team who's on five. Um, right. So we took the thirty four to thirty one loss, um, and so once again, that's that's not something that we uh, really thought that we thought we had the best chance to win that game. We really well, did. And I mean, we we lost that. I mean, we we don't play the Akron game. I think if we play the Akron game, we win that. Maybe we are still one. Maybe we are one six at yeah. that point. But I think we do win that game. I, I do, and, and that and that all kinda, this record stuff and all that is not. And that that can definitely change. That about. can definitely change the tone of the season if you start off 
playing if you start off with a win. And I know we've talked about that before, so we won't go into it. But that's yeah. just my feeling about it. Yeah. So we didn't we didn't get a chance to start off with a win, so that kind of sucked. But um, but it is what it is, and we're gonna move on. We got Minnesota this next week, um, so we gotta see what we can do against Minnesota. Yeah. Um, we got a real chance to win that one, make it the first win for Scott. Yeah. Hopefully that's the case. Um, but they they played Ohio State tough. They, so. they did, and we'll go into that a little bit later in the show, talk about the game that they played against Ohio State this last weekend. Um, but let's talk about our game against Northwestern first because I think there's a lot of things. A lot of people are really upset about the defense. Um, I mean, you get kind of up and down. Um, you get kind of up and down. Hey, we're doing good, Dalton. Uh, <laughs> hey, bud. Yes, six dollars. Man, maybe we'll go to six dollars for the uh, Bethune Cookman game. Maybe we'll have to go to that. Is that right? <laughs> yeah, um, it's I, eleven o'clock. Which yeah, sucks. I hate eleven o'clock hey, games. I, I started drinking at eight thirty for a football game before. So, um, nothing wrong with that. So, I mean, a lot of questions going into the game. One of the biggest questions is our defense. Um, no doubt, our defense, especially in the fourth quarter, struggled. Um, really, the first half. Um, breaking down the first half, we had to start the game. We got the ball. We drive down the field and we scored. And, and we scored easy, like I mean, easily. What was it? It was only like four plays for yeah. a seventy-five yard touchdown. Yeah, I mean, it, it was it was four, five, six plays maybe, and we scored. And I thought right there, I'm like, wow, like that was easy. But guess what? We did that against Wisconsin too. We we, we scored did that against Purdue. We, we didn't do that against Wisconsin. We've had some easy scores against. Wisconsin, we had a couple drives where we scored well, pretty easily. Right, but, uh, but that's what I'm Purdue saying. Purdue, like, we scored on the first drive of the game. Yeah, but uh, that's what I'm saying. Like we we can score fast. Right. We especially with the high tempo and with JD Spielman with a Zigbo, we can move the ball downfield. We can move it fast. And I think seeing that first drive, I'm like, man, like this is gonna be a good game. Like we're right. definitely we're, we're, we're ahead. And I said last week, if we're ahead in the game, we're gonna win the game. If we get ahead, we're, we should win the game. And and we had a stop after that. Our defense came out and stopped them on three plays. We had three and out. I know on the first draft for Northwestern. So now I'm like, I, oh I'm man, able to say this. I always every week you're always saying, all right, what did you think of the game? Like right off the bat, and I always say, we started out slow, and then we couldn't come back. Yeah, it was not the case. We started out great. We stopped them on their first two, two, three, two or three, three drives, drives at least. Yeah, um, I mean, but our but the biggest thing that killed me in that first half is our offense. Yeah. We stopped. First drive, first drive was great. Second drive was really good. And then we get down there and we stop. We get stalled out. We have to kick a 45-yard field goal. Mess. And he, and he dings the, the goal post. Go right upright. And he so, did, I don't even know if he had the distance. It hit kind of the um, upright and said, the goal post. But, they said he had the distance. Um, upright. But. but, you know, that's 45 yards is no easy kick, but – I just I'm wondering if Fromm he's our redshirt freshman. We also have a walk on. He's not even listed on the depth chart though, so he must be like way off from even being close because our redshirt is second in line. Bring in a JUCO kicker or something for next season. I don't know. I mean, my kids have somebody. My kids started riding my leg yesterday. I started lifting him up, and I'm like, man, my leg's getting kind of tough. Maybe I'll start. Kicking some footballs, but field goals. I, maybe I'll get a uh, maybe I could do a I mean, it's, graduate it's transfer. It's pretty tough because <laughs> he was the f- number one or number two overall yeah. kicker recruit. Now, now Drew Brown sc- struggled his freshman year. He did, but by this time he was also a lot better. He struggled uh, the yeah. first two three games, but then he got a lot better. We're not well, really seeing I that mean, from. They showed it. His long was thirty five. Mm-hmm. 
And maybe he made a 40-yard or something. Yeah. I, I'm not sure what it was, the one field goal that he did make. Yeah. But, but I, he but missed I, an extra point. But I think anything, once we get... This kid doesn't have any confidence. We, we have to be inside the... Inside the twenty-five yard line for us to kick it, right? And that, and they, I, they were talking about today on the radio. That hasn't really been the case, other than like you said, Drew Brown went for he was a kicker for four years, yeah. So he did struggle a bit his first year, but for decades, yeah, we haven't really had to worry about. No, we had the Brown, we had the Browns, we had Maher, we had Alex Henry. Henry. I mean, yeah, so pretty tough to. And I haven't even—I didn't even think about this kicking thing. What you got this kicking thing in my head now? Yeah, I, but it, it's killer. But so the first half we actually did pretty good. So we got some questions. We'll answer right now. So uh, yeah. one McKenna mentioned, you know, why us? You know, we're not Kansas. Why us? Like, why is this happening? Right. Um, and it sucks. It really does. I, I don't. I don't have the answer. I really when don't. When the game got over, I immediately I go to, on well, what are Matt and I going to talk about? <laughs> and I honestly, I had—I I don't know. I didn't know. Like I didn't know what to say about the game. Yeah, it was it was really tough. I you mean, you can say good things here and there. You can say bad things here and there. One thing I will say is, the defense gave up 14 points in 57 minutes. Mm-hmm. Yes, there was 21 points on the board before that, but that was a strip sack fumble touchdown. Yeah, yeah, and I think if you would have t- like I said. You told me before the game, hey, the defense is only going to give up 14 points in 57 minutes. You would have been like, yeah, yeah. Let's, let's roll with that. Yeah, and just and that's just the way it the went. The problem I mean, is was... the offense, while flashy and good at times, is not being consistent enough right now. No, and they're great, but you can only, you know, do so much. And then when you're putting the ball away or going three and out, you know, the defense finally has a good stand or plays a good game. Yep. But you're not helping them out. Now, we did score more points than we have, but it was not consistent enough for me, and that's why I think probably lost us the game. Now, you can blame the defense for giving up 10 points in the last three minutes. Yeah. I understand that. But when the offense got the ball to kill the clock to win the game, three runs, nothing. You got to punt. And and to me, that that's the biggest thing. So we have – we got cornerbacks who – I think we have some good corners. We have good corners and good safeties. I think they have talent. Um, we got beat by Nagel, though. Nagel was a right. thorn on our side, and he's right. good. He hurt us last year. You mentioned that. He hurt us last right. year. Um, he had 12 receptions for 220 yards. That kills us, but... <coughs> That's crazy. And Aaron Williams got... Aaron Williams is a safety. And he did not play very well. And he, he had a rough game. That was his worst game. Well, he's actually played really well. Nagel was going into the slot, mm-hmm. and... They're having him cover him out of that, and he yep. was that that wasn't working. No, we needed to change something, and it, we didn't. No, and the and guys I was watching the game with were very upset about this. Yeah, very vocal about this. Yeah, and, and that's that is that's one thing. Like we see it as people watching the game, we see the mistakes that are being made on the field, but you have to look at it. Is it? And Frost pointed it out too after the game. It's, the players aren't missing assignments. They are not blowing coverage most of the time, especially on that last drive where they went up tying it. It was the coverage itself. It was the defense that was being called. He called out Shenander without actually saying his name. Right. Was saying that we didn't do we didn't do the job as far as the play call because we played a very soft zone and a prevent D when they had 99 yards to go, and they already killed us through the air. That uh, that touchdown that I believe uh, gave them the lead was a 61 yard. Or was that where they? Uh, 
The 61 yard touchdown for Nagel. That was the one that took the lead, wasn't it? Was that the one I gave him the 14 13? 14 7? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because then, yeah. Yeah, so I mean, it really, I mean, he killed us. But um, our corners, yes, we have to recruit cornerbacks. And, and we are. Yeah, and does it, the play that we had, does it hurt us in recruiting? I don't know. Um, that's and a really they, tough thing. They had somebody on today that's talking about recruiting and, you know, it might be a little bit of a. It might we might be hurting right now because we are zero six. Yeah, like to some, especially like people like fans and stuff like that. It's like, oh yeah, I mean, these kids are gonna want to come play because they're gonna be able to play right away and they're gonna you know, want to help the program get you know get back to where we want it to be and all that. Mm-hmm. But to some, especially eighteen year old kids, they don't they might not want to go to a place that's zero and six. Yeah. Or yeah, whatever I get the it. final record ends up being. Yeah, and and it's going to be tough. I think our recruiting trail is tough. Now, we had a really good recruiting class coming in. They pointed out that we lost 20 guys uh, this year. Right, we did. But they also pointed out that that's not abnormal. Like, we lost three guys that were even worth a name, and that was Avery Roberts, Jebbia, um, and then uh, Greg Bell. Lindsay. Oh, yeah, Greg Bell and Tyson Lindsay. Okay, so, four. so four. So four. But, but they Avery, were all... Avery Roberts never really played, though. No. He never really did it. And they were all... He was a highly recruited yeah, player. But, but they were all Riley recruits. Um, so I don't I don't see that as a big deal because that happens to every program every year. You just don't hear a ton about it. It's not right. as big of a deal. Um, but I, I see our first half, I, I see that we played pretty well. And, and Brandon, we'll get to that fourth and one. Um, in OT, we'll, we'll get yeah, to that. Yeah, we've talked about it. But really, first half, we played a lot of. I think I thought our corners and safeties played pretty well in the one-on-one coverage. Soft zone is where we got beat. We played good we, in the first half, and I mean it's to be expected. Yeah, uh, adjustments get made at halftime, mm-hmm. just like we want to make adjustments. They're making adjustments too. Yeah, and so they're changing some things so that they, you know. Um, but all, all in all, I thought the defense played better. Now. <clears throat> that last three minutes is a different story yeah but um and i think the offense just needs to get a little bit more it's either like three and out or we have like an awesome drive it's not like you know you get a few first downs maybe you get stalled out at the 50 and you can pin them yeah we're either giving them good field position or we're actually doing something when they're starting positions anywhere from the 30 to the 40 yard line that means we are not moving the ball and when we get Turnover, mm-hmm. and then you only get in and maybe kick a field goal, or you they yeah. do an onside kick. And I know we were trying to either run out the clock or make them take their timeouts. You get the ball on their side of the field to start. We, we gotta convert to points. Yeah, gotta move it a little bit. Even like I said, even if you just do a quick pass to Stanley or a quick pass to JD Spielman, a swing pass, screen pass, mm-hmm. whatever that keep them in bounds. They get five yards. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it, it's running it right at them three times. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, really, that first half, I mean, fourteen thirteen, we missed the extra point. That killed us too. I mean, that and that was fine. He missed miss a field goal and he missed an extra point. Right. I mean, it's fine, but at the same time, we left four points on the board. Right. That one point, that's the difference in the game. Well, that one point, it was. But we got we we went for two and the next when we got scored. Yeah, the and they point. and they could have gone for two as well. But still, that one point, we went for two and Martinez kept it and got it. Yeah. So that made up for it. But I'm with. You. I mean, that field goal could be the difference. You're yeah. up by 13? Yeah. I agree. I mean, it's... With three it's, minutes left, then but, they got to score two touchdowns. Yeah. You stop, you make them go, instead of kicking that field goal with two minutes left, Yeah. they end up having to and, go for it, and you stop them, or... 
at least take really, more time off the clock. And really, we came out good in the second half. We started off our offense, uh, our defense started off well in the second half. Yeah, I think we got they a, get a stop. We got I, three and out right away. It may not have been a three and out, but we did get a stop. stop. Um, so I think that was that was kind of that was that was good. I mean, I was excited for the second half because we got that stop. I'm like, we need to stop. We need to get the ball. We need to score. Cam Taylor went in. Cam Taylor was playing pretty good. Yeah. I mean, once again, I think he's someone to look out for. I wish I would have seen him more on the field. I think he'd make a bigger impact. Yeah. But I still I mean, think he was injured a couple weeks ago, so I think he's still kind of getting back uh, back to being 100%. And, man, but, how tough is that? They talk about how uh, Jurgens they move him to offensive line. And, and then he breaks his foot. And then he breaks his foot on his foot on Monday. That sucks, yeah. So I was looking I mean, forward to me, it's That's fine. Just bad luck. To me, it's fine because I think he needs to probably put on a little bit of weight. We've talked about it. Yeah, we run up either wanting to run up tempo. We need guys that can do that. Absolutely. He doesn't need to put on that much weight. No, he can do that. We need um, the speed. We need speed. Yeah. We need strength. And now, you know, maybe he comes. I think they said he's going to be out a month. He comes back and maybe gets in the last few games. Yeah, because he can still be a redshirt for four games. Yeah, and. Then he's, you know, good to go for four more years. Yeah, hopefully. Yeah. So, so Brandon asked about the fourth and one in OT. So, okay. so Brandon, I mean, if you remember, it was actually fourth and six because um, we had the false start. Yeah. Uh, so the false start, they asked Scott Frost today in his press conference. You know, what was you had the false start, and he said that was a that was a big mistake by Farmer and by Martinez. Farmer. Um, Actually, because they call it on Martinez, but yeah. It's... So Martinez, it was the, he said the music was still playing. Okay, that that was it. That was his. That's what he was saying. And um, so Farmer actually did his job. Mm. It, it was Martinez um, that didn't because the ball was supposed to be snapped, and, and when it wasn't, we had a guy move. So okay. either way, it was it wasn't a mistake. It, it happens, but that moved us back to then third and six. Do you kick a field goal, or do you go for it uh, for, on fourth down? I mean, that is. I'm. I've, I've we had well, we we had the rough we had the rough snap. It was a bad snap. Ultimately, you had two back to back plays just, there that just, just really, went downhill. And, and this is how it's been all year. But it's it was just, it was fourth and one. It moved to the fourth and six, right? The times, yeah. yeah. So the the times that these things have happened has been in like the absolute worst times for it to happen. Yep. And same thing. Like I was talking about the offense. Like, for the most part, they're pretty. Or even, or even, I'll take that a different way. The defense, defense plays well when the defense does do something, um, or make a mistake or this or that. It's at like the worst times, mm-hmm. and then that's just that's the difference. That's yeah. what's killing us. That's the reason why we're on six. Yeah, I mean, and that's the thing. So like on that on that play, that fourth and one, it, it sucks because if you kick it, at least you have a chance to stop them. Right. right, you have a chance to Agreed. stop them. I, I, right, I agree with that. Um, without the false start, who knows what play we had dialed up? I bet it was a run with the Zigbo. Well, right. I, would, I would hope so. Fingers crossed because the Zigbo yeah, rushed for 159 yards and two TDs. Once again, feed a Zigbo. The guy has been stellar uh, ever since he started running the ball like he has. And and like you said, Brandon, you kick it, at least you have a chance to tie. I agree with that. However, but it's hard. It is it's really very hard. easy to say that. But then, okay, let's say you kick it, and he misses it. <laughs> then it's very easy to say, well, it was just fourth and one. You could have just gone for it. But that, that's football. 
Okay. That's the thing. It's football. You, you can't. It's, you know, it's your, your kicker hasn't been that good, so it would have been. Just, you should yeah. have probably just gone for it. You yeah. have gotten closer or tried to score. Yeah. My thing was the kid didn't have any confidence in the game. He missed a field goal and an extra point. But then he, he had did. a field goal to he get us up by ten. He did. Um, so yeah, I mean, and that field. So he gets us up by ten. He gets us up by ten, and it's it's thirty one twenty one. We're up by ten. I'm feeling pretty good still. I'm like, hey, we're good. They get the ball back, and what happens? They convert two fourth and tens on that drive. On that field goal drive? Yes, two fourth and tens. That yep. makes it 31-24. And then we get the ball back. We have three really, really soft runs. Our O-line didn't block. It's like they gave up. O-line didn't block. They brought the pressure. We had three really crappy runs, one to Stanley, I believe, and then two with the Zigbo. Awful awful play calling, if you ask so, me. So two things there. One, that goes back to me saying defense inopportune times. Yep. Give up fourth and ten on the drive. Mm-hmm. You get a stop there, you probably end up winning the game. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, the other thing, these offensive linemen that they have played every snap. All five offensive linemen played mm-hmm. all eighty-four snaps or whatever it was. That means the guys behind them obviously are not that good. Zero depth. Yes. Yes. And that's a problem. Yes. That is probably the biggest problem. Yes, that's killer. It, it really is, and that's and another thing. It, I heard somebody talking about these these and you've talked about it. The defensive players, defensive linemen, linebackers, whatever they're doing when they're bringing pressure, they're mm-hmm. just they're just falling right in there. Yeah. They're not trying to do swim the one time Luke Gifford does a swim move gets sack. Yeah. Yeah. And and we had and we dialed up the pressure but we waited until the fourth. Yeah. We waited until the fourth quarter and, and I don't get it because make them beat you. I mean we're not down on pressure, and they're still beating you. Yeah. So I mean, at least change, like at least bring some pressure or something. Yeah. So Dalton asked, you know, what are what do you feel are realistic expectations for our coordinators? Meaning, when do we start hearing about them being replaced? Do you believe they're on the same timetable as Frost? Um, no, I I, I, I don't. know they they aren't for sure because Frost no. signed a seven year contract, and these coaches signed a three year. Yes, contract. I don't. And and here's my thought, especially on uh, Shenander. I think, I think as far as his timeline. Is if midway through next year, I think he's he's, he's here the entire year. They're not going to get rid of him that that fast. No, I think he'll if, be here next year. They're not going to get rid of him. But I think I think midway of next year, if we don't see improvement on the defense, I think he's gone. I really do. I, I, I hate to say it. I think he's a I think he's a great guy. He's a great person. Well, I think he and, I think he has. But but UCF that was the biggest question. Right. With I was say. UCF was they, they gave, gave up a lot points. of points, but they scored a ton of points. Right. And it was kind of like a high risk, high reward. Get turnovers. Mm-hmm. They got guys at skill positions that are at defensive yep. back positions that can get interceptions, and then they have guys blitzing so they can get sacks. I mean, you yep. saw it with Shaquem Griffin. He yeah. got a lot of sacks. Yeah. They were you know that type of thing. Um, but but you got to look at a few different things. We have. We still have a lot of guys that have been recruited that aren't playing yet. Um, we have, There's a lot of freshmen. So, yeah, you have freshmen. Guys either redshirting or and, – and, and, and a lot of commits that are supposed to be pretty good. So we still have – I think the defense has time, but I still think midway through next year, if we don't see improvement on defense, the Big Ten is different from the MAC. The MAC scores a lot of points. The – or the uh, American Athletic. The American, yeah, yeah, sorry, not the MAC. The American Athletic, they score AAC. They score a lot of points. And that is where it is a big difference between what we see now. In the big, there's a lot of run. There's typically not a lot of pass plays. 
64 yeah. passes in that game from Thorson. I said it last week. Thorson's not a runner because this is injury last year. He's not yeah. going to run the ball. And, and we then not. they had Larkin out, so they their starting running back is retired from football. So yep. obviously they're going to be passing the ball a lot. Yeah, but 64. Uh, so Kyle, we'll get to your question about the Minnesota game this next week. But I still think our coordinators and our defensive back coach. They have a little bit of time, but I yeah. think what we even with an 0-6 start, they still have time to get some guys in there. If we don't see improvement midway through next year after week 6, week 7, you may see some changes pretty right. quick. And it's tough. It's a good question, Dalton. I like that. Because it, it is tough. I mean, you want to give them some time to get established. Yeah. I mean, that's kind of a, it's kind of a tough spot. Do you, I mean, how much time do you give them? Yeah. Because if you just start firing people all the time and bringing new people in, then these these players that have now been working in this thing for a yep. year, now you're, okay, well, now they have somebody else, and now things are changing. Yeah. And that's what they've been doing. That's what we've been doing for the last 20 years. Yeah. It, just, it so, gets I mean, tough. It gets hard. How quickly do you want to do that? Or do you want yeah. to let these freshmen that we have, a lot of freshmen, or guys that are redshirting, yeah. do you want them to learn something so that three, four, five years, or you know, three, four years from now, yeah, they can exactly. They, they can master, or they and, can be good at. And so, Rusty mentioned, you know, we need to allow them a chance to put in their schemes, but give them a chance yeah. with their players that they've recruited. And I think that is. Yeah. I think Bill Moose. I think his outlook is is that you have to well, give the coaches a chance to get their guys. We're in. there, and I think people are there more so than I thought. I and there are people that are still that are freaking out, but it's hard. Like we knew this wasn't going to change overnight. No, and you can't just bring. Frost in and trust him to do what he wants to do, yeah. and then just do it. Start firing yeah. people within a year, yeah. And it's his. It's not starting. Great. They, they got a good chemistry. Yeah, now, that's why he brought his whole staff. Yeah, and Frost, he's if he's calling the plays on offense, he's got some improvement to do as well. But Agreed. once again, he came from the AAC, high scoring, high tempo, coming to the Big Ten, a lot different. The, better, the, better defense. Better defense. Bigger, better, bigger, better run games. Bigger players. Bigger players. Bigger Trump offensive linemen. Midwest bigger defensive linemen. Yeah. So, McKenna, you've asked me about recruiting over and over again. And, and it's a solid question because, yes, we're not going to get those guys in Texas and Oklahoma like we used to. It's going to be tougher, a lot tougher to get them. It's going to be tougher. We're getting some Texas guys. We're getting some Georgia guys, which is but where we need to be. But it's going to be harder. It, it is. It's, we have to start winning to keep getting those guys. Agreed. If we don't start winning, we're going to dry up real fast. Right. And and the guys that the teams are going to get those guys are going to be the ones that are going to be winning championships. It's not going to be Nebraska. So we have to start winning to get the guys in Texas and Oklahoma. Those big burly you know, guys. We have a lot of in-state recruits too. I, I think we need to yeah. do more recruit high school recruiting here because Nebraska high school football is pretty damn good. It, it's pretty damn good. It's no Texas, right? But it is really good, and there's a lot of in-state recruits we can go after. Well, um, the number one kid, well, last year, the number one, and Frost tried to get him, but he was too late by the time mm-hmm. he got here. Defensive tackle, he goes to, he goes to Wisconsin. Yep. I mean, yep. that's not just, oh, we lost the kid. That's we a, lost him to a team in our division that wins it every year. That's a thorn. We can't let that, we can't let that happen. That's a, sword to the, that's a sword right to the kidneys. I mean, that, that hurts. Mm. And that's where Frost wants to improve that culture. He's talking well, about... In state, he's talking about not only walk-ons. The walk-on program in the '90s was fantastic. That needs to improve. It's not what you we, rely we, on. Which we we did get. You know, we did get some some in-state guys to walk on in Frost's first recruiting class here. But again, he came in so late for that. Yes. I, you know, I wouldn't even really call. 
I wouldn't even really call her a recruiting class, the first recruiting yeah. class. I mean, it was, but, and actually he did better than, you know, most people probably would. Yeah. Um, so we so, got Maurice Washington. Yes, absolutely. Uh, so Jason, Jason Huntington is a high, an Iowa fan. Right. He commented on here, said, keep it the good work. Uh, the we wins have, are coming. He knows it. Jason, come take uh, care of us sometime, yeah. bro. Uh, so Dan mentioned, you know, they still have a lot of issues to fix, including coaching blunders. Absolutely. Play calling after we got that onside kick was horrible. Absolutely. Yes. Um, we get a first down, game's over. I, I texted a couple people, I'm like, we need a first down, game is over. But we held back, and we did. Um, but that's happened a few different times this year. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, so he mentioned a train wreck. If you want to explain what happened, it was a train wreck. Yeah. It was. We up 14 points, and we blew it. We were up by 10. Well, no, we were up 20, We were up, tw- uh, up 28-14, and then we blew it. Well, yeah, I guess that's true. But either way. It was 2014. Um, sure. Surely there's a kid in Nebraska that can kick a field goal. I agree. I think there is. I think we'll get him. We do have a uh, we do have an in-state uh, Nebraska walk-on. Like I said, he's he's just not there yet. I mean, Alex Henry was a soccer player at Burke. Yeah. And I think the other kid, I think he's from Burke or Northwestern. I think the other kid that we have Northwest. that's a walk-on. He's Northwest. Northwest. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, anyways, uh, someone asked earlier about uh, uh, Noah v- Vedral. That was kind of weird, like, right before the game. Yeah, um, I think it's good because if we do need him to go in and play for a few games, he can mm-hmm. still play four games and get a red shirt. And Frost mentioned that today. He said, "Listen, he's like, yes, he's ready." He said, "I don't blame the NCAA. Like they did their due diligence. Yeah, they, it took a while. They didn't do. It would have been nice to have for the Troy game because we probably would have won. Yeah, so they didn't do anything wrong in their decision. But now that we have him, he's an option to play in some games. They still want to keep his red shirt though. So we know we're going to see him. We know we know yeah. we're going to see him. We have." We have six games left, so he can play in four of them. Right. So will that be Ohio State? Is it going to be Iowa? I think it's going to be kind of depend on how our offense. Or is do you maybe play him in the Bethune-Cookman game? Just you know, you're not wanting to get Adrian Martinez hurt. Yeah, or something like. Or you know, maybe they split time or that. I do apologize if you guys hear squeaking <laughs> that is going on. My yeah, my puppy is yeah. playing with some chew toys just right at the top yeah. of the stairs. Um, but yeah, I mean, I I think. We have the in-state recruiting. We have what it takes to do well here. Our recruiting, we have to start winning to increase that recruiting field. Yeah. And I, we had a good recruiting class. I think we still have a good recruiting class going in 2019 and 2020. We already got. We already have some guys coming in. Right. We um, need to keep those guys. I mean, and I we think need to, we need to win to probably keep some of them. Yeah, and we know what Frost can do. I mean, he did it at Oregon. UCF, I mean, dude, a ton yeah. of speed. They had Northern. I mean, even when he was just like a wide receivers coach at Northern yes. or Northern Iowa, they they were good. Yeah. I mean, speed. that's why it's been so crazy. Yeah. He's been good everywhere he's coached. So I mean, it, again, it's just gonna take a little time, patience. a little bit more time than we thought. Time and patience, and I think I think you see. Once again, a lot of people expected Scott Frost. A lot of people are calling him the Messiah, the <laughs> the Savior of Nebraska. Listen, it, it's still not going to happen. The prodigal son. Prodigal son. And that was that was a lot of media, and he doesn't buy into that crap. He's like, I don't want to be a celebrity. He doesn't. He wants to do his job in the locker room, in the field, to get those guys ready and for the it's, game. It's tough. I mean, and he he had he said it was good. Nebraska, very, it's tough because mm-hmm. you pretty much are a celebrity. He said a very good bounce back. This week at practice, he said, after a loss, last thing I want is these guys to get used to losing and, and okay with losing, but I want to see the rebound on how they do with that rebound in the, pra- in the next practice. And that's one thing you said today. The practice was really good. Once again, the question is asked every week, how was practice? It was the best practice we've had. Right. People get sick of hearing that, but the reporters keep asking it, so he's going to answer it. And honestly, he's not Bo. That's probably – he's 
I mean, that's probably true. They probably are the best practice. I mean, they because they're getting better. You've seen it over the last three weeks. Yeah, team's better. Yeah, and so uh, yeah, and Dalton, you can definitely join us next week. We'll be here. All right. We'll be here. We'll have. I guess we'll sure. we'll add some bush into the flavor here. Yeah, and that's what I used to drink, but I don't know. We'll we'll add These some are bush. Cheap. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think I think Vedral, he's gonna play. He is. He's gonna play a few games. We're gonna see him get into four games. He's well, gonna he's gonna do the four. And games. It could just be you know, like we said, the the offense fires out of the shoot, and then they stall out a little bit. Maybe maybe you throw him in there, and mix it up. Yeah, and just try to throw a wrinkle in there or something. Yeah, I mean, try to spark and, the offense. Yeah, so I, I think you know, really, we we did drop the ball this last week. We did. We really. Yeah. We screwed up, and I think the biggest thing to me that stood out in that screw-up was the onside kick and what we did after that. That was the one thing I said, we need a first down. Otherwise, we are going to give them the ball back with two minutes left in the game. Yeah, I can't remember a time where somebody tried an onside kick against us, and we got it and still ended up losing the game. But but then what happened on the punt, we pinned them at the one-yard line. And I'm like, boom. I know. Game's over. With just all that sequence of things. Aside from them getting... Two fourth and ten conversions. Yeah, on that one drive, everything was like, okay, we're up ten. Yeah. Okay. Well, we're still up seven. They do an onside kick. Okay. Well, we got the ball. And then oh, we, okay, we didn't get it, but we pinned him in the one. I was like, no way. Nine and then you get a fifteen yard roughing and, the pass. And that was the first play. Let me. If anyone, I don't know if anyone at the game saw that or anyone watching TV, what your thoughts are. But my thought is. That's a bogus penalty. You know, and we'll talk about penalties in a second. I, okay, I was going to say. I'm sure you talked to your dad about that one. Maybe I, I, I didn't talk to him about it. But to it. me, that was a bogus call. I think, uh, who was it? Uh, it? was one of the Davis boys. I think Khalil Davis came in on that hit. Um, it was one of them, Carlos. I think Carlos or Khalil, one of them came in. I thought it was a great hit. Really good pressure. He was being held at the time of the hitter. Just got off a hold when he hit him. His hand was up in the air. He didn't come down and hit him. His hand was just up here and hit him in the helmet. This ain't the NFL. Like, the NFL is getting really soft on the quarterbacks. Right. Because if, those guys are worth $120 million. If, if college starts getting soft on quarterbacks, NCAA football is going to lose a lot of fans, just like the NFL is. They're losing – their ratings have gone down every year because of the way they're calling penalties. And I think it's going to get worse for NCAA football if they do that as well. And that, that call was piss poor in my mind because that, that gave him 15 yards after an incompletion. After an incompletion. That was a big thing. Yes, and, um, and so Kyle, yeah, we'll touch on penalties here in a second, Kyle. What, what do you have to say? So, I get it. Going into the game, Northwestern was only had like 16 penalties all season. They're one of the least penalized teams. We are the most. You know, we're the most. No, and, no, there, there's one more that has, well, they're well, average. Or close their average is 10.7, ours is 10.2. Okay. Well, <laughs> so, we not a big difference. close to the bottom, whatever. So, I don't know if then the, the referees just like decide hey you know we got to be keeping an eye out because they're a very penalized team yeah but at one point we had eight for 89 yards and they had zero zero that's not i, I think at some point we had a, not i think at some point we had 10 or 11 and i'm not zero. even one to like we've talked about it before i'm not one to really t- like blame Bag the refs, the refs or, yeah. or anything like that but you're gonna tell me that we had eight and i know we had three right off the bat yep. we had a penalty before we even Ran a play, and then we had a hold in on that first drive, and then we kicked kick the ball out, out of bounds. Yeah, but but those didn't hurt us. No, and I don't think aside from the roughing the passer one, I don't know that too many. Well, 
They ended up calling a hold. Boodle had one where he didn't turn around because yeah. he does Aaron Williams had a couple pass interference calls. We had we had a hold. There was a hold on uh, it was Williams or Boodle. I can't or Williams oh. or Reed. I can't remember who, but I think it was either on the field goal drive or the final drive. They didn't show a replay, and I'm like, where's my replay? Because I'm like, I didn't see a hold on the play, but once again, we don't have the the wide view. But um, but either way, I I don't I, these were not undisciplined penalties. Right. Not they. These were not the um, the terrible unholding because we're getting beat. Uh, these were hit the, out of bounds for no reason. Yeah, hit out of bounds. These weren't the fifteen yarders, but still, we had way too many penalties in the yeah. game. But if you look at and Kyle, I'm with you. I saw I saw holding on their line. Oh yeah, way more than once. And and yes, I mentioned last week our guys need to learn how to kind of pull away from those holds. Right. There was multiple times I saw our jerseys being pulled. More than once, especially on that final drive, sixty-four passes. You can't tell me that there was There's not holding on one play. Because the only penalty they got was a delay game start. or a false, false start. start. False start. They did not have a holding penalty. Yes. You're gonna throw the ball sixty-four times and without a hold. And in, that, and in that third, in the second half, we brought a lot more pressure. So I'm. Did it determine the game? You have no idea, and the refs typically don't. But I thought. For for them to only have one penalty as a false start, I was so I was so mad about that. Um, and I mean, you can't excuse a ten point, de- uh, fourteen know, ten point deficit, no. a ten point lead with with three minutes left, giving yeah. that up. But yeah, so at least you know, I I really don't. They're not as bad as what we've seen in the past. Like, yes, I I understand it's upset to see you're upset to see all these penalties, but these were not undisciplined like we've seen in the past. With our our special teams was much better. Um, He's changed punters, and he was yes. great. Our, our new punter is fantastic. Uh, and, he had, like, one bad one, and, but it ended up rolling and yes. not being too bad. But Lightborn wasn't that bad either. He really wasn't, but we need to change and we need to change yeah. some of the special teams. But And I think they changed a lot, which is good. Yeah, so, uh, you know, McKenna worried about recruiting with the bad results. I, You can't – I don't know what anyone else to say. It. Absolutely, like, we have to start winning games, and I think this weekend is that one time where we have to win this game. Um, Frost play calling, it sucked. He's more interested in the wide receivers. Um, yeah, run game. I mean, look at our run game and what we've been able to do with Zigbo. Mo Washington, he got hurt on one of his first runs. He yeah, hurt his, his hand. hand. Um, he did end up coming in and have a couple good runs after that. So I think we get those two guys mixed in the game. I would like to see uh, Wyatt Missouri and more. I want to see him run the ball. Right. We, we know he's good. Uh, even though we saw him play in like a fourth quarter and we were already getting beat. But I think we get those three guys involved, Mo Washington in the pass game. Yeah. We saw it last week. I think we see more of that. And those wheel routes, we can be more successful as well. And I guess, I'm not sure exactly, but, you know, where where was Stanley? I mean, he caught one ball early, but I don't know that he had but maybe one or two catches. Yeah, And and I was asked already too, is Stanley Morgan, like we need to get him more involved. Absolutely. Like J.D. Spielman, Awesome. He's great, and but Stanley Morgan is equally as good. So maybe we're maybe we don't see. Maybe he's getting double covered. Maybe that's what I mean. That's why I, I don't know if you know. The, probably you would think that their best defensive back would be either on Morgan or Spielman. Yeah, maybe they maybe their best back is on Morgan, and that's why Spielman's able to get so many catches for so many maybe. yards. Maybe, but we need to figure something yeah. out so we can get him the ball. But but then we still do have other guys that can catch the ball. We Our tight ends were a little bit more involved this last weekend. A little bit. Um, I think we still we're, need to increase that involvement as we move forward because I think with uh, 
What's his name? Uh, You're talking about Williams or what? what no, uh, or? a tight end. The guy that caught a touchdown pass last weekend. Uh, so, Stoll. Jack Stoll. Yeah, Jack Stoll. Jack Stoll, get him involved. Brandon Reimers. Man, we've barely seen him. But I know they kind of put him out at wideout instead of tight I think end. He, but I think he's been a receiver for the last couple of years. I don't know if they moved yeah, him over. Yeah, uh, that's right. But I think he, he's big enough to be a tight end position. But we have to get them more involved in not only the block game uh, on the pass rush, but if they're blocking, we need to get them to block and go out on a route too. Right. We, we need to get them more involved. I, I, there was a lot of talk ahead of the season on how the tight ends are so good and how they're the, one of the best uh, core on that team. But well, how do we get them more involved then? There's a couple guys that either maybe they're planning to redshirt or maybe they're just not there yet. Yeah. So they're going to redshirt. That could be good next couple of years. So. Yeah. Yeah, so McKenna mentioned, you know, he, you're done with the defense coordinator. I get it. it. It's frustrating to see some of those big plays that they're getting uh, against our defense. But I still think Nebraska is going to give them time. They're going to give time for the recruits to come in, um, and, and it sucks. But we have to give them time. We have to give Frost time. We have to give the offense time. Yeah, I mean, when We still have a, all, a true freshman, most, 18-year-old quarterback. When most of the, the core of your defense – is not freshmen. They're they're upperclassmen that are not, you know, they're not. They're Riley's guys. Yeah. And you're they, trying to teach are. them. They're they're trying to learn. Some of these guys are trying to learn like a th- third scheme. Their third scheme in college. Yeah. I mean, but but still, we have. It's not. I saw an article today. It's not talent that we lack. It is the adjustments that we lack, and, and yeah. I think that comes from coaching Probably too. True. We have to make the adjustments that happen. We haven't done that to the max effort yet. We have not gotten there yet. But you see the shift. You see more players disciplined on the sidelines, on the field. We're not seeing the stupid penalties anymore. We're seeing penalties, but not stupid penalties. Man, it was tough. And there's still a lot of them. You, they showed Scott at the end of the third quarter. Man, he was – Him field, and Morgan were Morgan. Going back and forth. And yeah. you're just like, oh, man, we're going to win this game. So we were up by 14 at that point. Um, emphasis on recruiting. So I think recruiting moving forward, we know offense, defensive line. Yes. The biggest difference, and Max, we we drink we're drinking Bud Light now. We drink whatever. We will drink whatever. We were drinking uh, old style a couple weeks. We, ago. We drank old style a couple weeks ago. We'll drink IPA. We'll drink. If you're gonna come join the show, we'll drink whatever you whatever you bring or whatever we provide. You're gonna drink it. Um, but we 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 think recruiting, offensive line, defensive line. We know our line really needs to improve. Also, the other part that needs to improve, I think, is our defensive backs. Yeah. We know our wide receivers and our running backs. I don't think we're going to dry up there. I really don't because no, we, we, we always won't. we always get good running back, good receivers. Um, even when you even like a Zigbo, he was like a three star guy yeah. that was you know never really that. And he's been, I believe he's out been Texas. good. Yeah, yeah, he's at Texas. He's never really been like that highly touted. He's great. Yeah, he's got a heart of gold, he's, man. The, so I, I mentioned uh, on Twitter actually. If you guys follow us, we are on Twitter as well. Uh, I mentioned that he reminds me of Monty Cross. I've said this more than once. He's one of those he's guys. He's better than Cross. Yeah, well, Cross was definitely Cross. Hope you're not watching. Sorry, I'm just kidding. Uh, but, but Cross is one of those guys you get in the trenches. You know he's going to bust through the pile. He's going to get those short yardage right. gains. But if he breaks away, he's not just going to break away for a few more yards. He's going to keep breaking away. Yeah. He had the he had the speed, but he wasn't the guy you relied on for speed. Yeah. Zigbo, I think Zigbo's got a little bit more speed because he lost a little bit of weight. I think he has more speed. I think that's really it. He has more speed, but he can also bust through. And once he gets through, he can break away a little bit faster as well. So he is a workhorse. He's one of those guys you give the ball he's gonna do whatever he has to do to get that first down and and mo washington will as well but he doesn't have he has the speed as has the size and yeah, the strength um 
So I, I think really we need to focus on our offensive line, our defensive line. Farniak is still struggling on that outside. He, yes. he is – I don't think – and once again, you can say talent, yes, but I think, I think strength, he's like 6'6", six, six, 330. The dude's huge. I don't know. So he lacks footwork. He lacks the strength. He, he's getting beat every game. So I think we can improve on on our offensive line big time, and that's everyone should know that. Foster, love his attitude. Is he the greatest lineman? No, probably not. Uh, Farmer, and Fo- Foster, and Farmer, right? they're great guys. But and I think they bought in. They just oh, lack. they're they're hundred percent bought in. Yeah, they, they, they just the last the last couple of years they've been on the Huskers. You see what is what has happened with that culture and the lack of accountability in the weight room, lack of accountability on strength and speed. And we don't see that from our offensive line. So I think we need to recruit offensive linemen that are fast but also big. You see Northwestern, you see Wisconsin, Wisconsin. you see Michigan. These guys, their guards and their tackles can pull out and get in front of the running backs to make blocks. Our guys can't do that. Right. We're behind. Our tight ends are behind. Our offensive line's behind. Well, I, and when you're Going up tempo. I mean, I don't think that we're even anywhere near where they want to be for up tempo. But when you're going up tempo for three, three and a half quarters, when you get down to the end, those guys are tired Mm -hmm. because they're not. Yeah, they're not those types of players. Yeah, which is tough. Yeah. So, but really, offense, defense. I think both on the line line, focus on. We need to get some pass rush. Defensive backs. Even if you're wanting to bring in some outside linebackers or something to get a pass rush. And we're we're hard. Defensive backs. We're all about the uh, JUCOs right now. And I think that that's pretty much their focus. I mean, I think that's what it's been pretty much. I mean, once they came in, they they saw, they knew. Yeah. Once right away, they knew what they needed to do. Yep. But you can't just snap your fingers and have it. You know, even if you do bring guys in. They're freshmen. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, we got we're gonna put an emphasis on the JUCOs. We know that uh, they already started doing that. Um, we, you asked about the uh, the last two minutes. We talked about that and what happened in the last two minutes of the game. While soft coverage, we we played a prevent D um, rather than a man to man D. Uh, we didn't double cover um, Nagel. Should have done that. Uh, there's a lot of things. We need another Dominic Riola. Holy cow. We need another Riola. We need another Sue. Uh, we need another... Um, oh, Levante Davis, best player. Gifford? Gifford had a really good defense. game. He did. And like you said last week, are they maybe using him in the wrong place? I saw him kind of moving around, and then he goes in and gets a sack. At least one, maybe two. Yeah. He blitzed the edge and went in untouched and got a sack. But we waited until the fourth quarter. We waited a long time to bring that pressure. So I think there's a lot of things we can the, do to improve. There was uh, one thing I heard somebody say today. The tackling was better. Yeah. Especially like open field oh, or man. anything like that. Like, Eric, Eric Reed, Reed had two back-to-back open field Antonio tackles. Reed. Antonio Reed, yeah. Antonio Reed, two back-to-back tackles in the open field. Yeah. One, one was right after the guy caught the ball. And then that set up a third and two. And then we stopped him or something. And we stopped yeah, him. They got one yard. But he back-to-back tackles. He right. was on the second tackle. Antonio exactly Reed Tony Reed has great closing speed, but that has improved from what we've seen in the past. We've seen a lot of really good open field tackles that we haven't seen in the past. Um, a Gregory, yeah, we need, we need another Gregory. Um, Gosh, yeah. Absolutely. I just... I think there's so many things. Just need all these players to be on the same on the same team at the same time. <laughs> yes, and I think I think we'll get there. I really do, and and I think it's going to take time. Defense, yes, it's going to take time, and it sucks to see us blow a 14 point lead when we really probably shouldn't. And then with two minutes left, to no, let them go down and and really come down and score on us like that with two minutes left in the game, minute 47, they did. They were in 99 yards in minute 47. 
that's hard. I mean, that is that's one thing that you take that that friggin' sword and you jab it in your heart because that hurt. Yeah. Um, I had somebody I know that was actually um, that was actually at the game, and she said I could care less about Husker. She went with her husband to the game. She said I could care less, and that hurt. She doesn't care about football at all. And she was at the game. She goes that one hurt a lot. Um, yeah, so Matt, for the rest so, of us that are yeah, and, and our DB. So there was actually a pass interference in that game where Williams got called on, where his head was turned. Right, he was turned to the left and he knocked it down. I think, and it was it was underthrown. That's the problem. It was underthrown. That's and that what was I was going to say. Yes. Th- there was two that they called, and it was because they were both underthrown, and one. Might have one been. was definitely passing her One, I think he had hooked his he arm around him, him yeah. which is fine. But, I mean, it's not fine. The, the, that, the, the, other, one, fine. the other one I thought was 50-50 because it was underthrown. And that's and that he, sucks. That happens and he, tur- he turned his head. He did hit the ball himself. But because it was underthrown, the guy the guy was falling away from the ball, too. I, I thought that was questionable. But um, it's going to get called that's 99% tough. of the yeah. games. Anytime um, you underthrow him and the guy's coming back, that's the worst. Yeah. So so yeah. So McKenna mentioned our defense started well. Did it in in Northwestern game as well? We started really good, and then we kind of faded. Uh, Wisconsin. Uh, Wisconsin. Yeah. And then we kind of faded. So it, not only are we talking about um, conditioning, we maybe it's conditioning as well. Is we need to be better conditioned to get to that third and fourth quarter with the Aaron Williams and the Lee Lee Junior. Jackson had a better game. Lamar Jackson he, he actually, had much better. I think he still got burned once, which he always does, but. Thanks, Max. He did actually. He had a good pass breakup, even yeah. though the ball was under The ball was under thrown. <laughs> but he still broke it up. Yeah, he was a little better. Um, but I, but I think yeah, our, our defense we have good starts to the games, and we need to. And what I was really excited about the second half is our offense has been so good in the second half. I was like, oh man, like we could score 21, 30 points in the second half. No big deal, but our, our offense stalled out. So yes. it's we got to have some balance where our, our offense is still able to score points because we know we can score fast. I know. It's like when the when the de- when the the offense stalls out, the defense is playing well, then, you know, yeah. when the offense scores, then the defense gives up points. It's like yeah. you got to just get on the same page. But. Yeah, but I really think, you know, Cam Taylor, so McKenna says, I hope, uh, Mo Berry will be drafted. I think Mo Berry, Gifford, I think those guys, I think they have a good chance. I think Aaron Williams. I certainly hope that, like, Muhammad Berry stays for next year. Yes. Uh, I think he doesn't try to leave early because yeah. he could. Yeah, I, I think we have guys that are that could leave early, but I do think guys like Mo Berry, Gifford, Williams, um, Cam Taylor is going to be a good draft pick. He's got, a, obviously, four years to go. But I think we have guys that can be. Right now, they're being exposed for – Hey, we're running a different scheme, and and they're not just up to speed yet. But we've seen a lot of good things from them. It needs to be consistent. It needs to last four quarters, yeah. and that's where that's where we're. And struggling. you know, I think we have Damian Daniels on the defensive line. Yes. I think is going to be very good. Yes. Um, so I mean, there is a little promise there if we can keep some of these guys and get yeah. some of these freshmen in. Then over the next couple of years. To be playing better than what yeah. we're seeing, especially defense yeah. back. And then to me, to me, it's consistency. Like it's not like we are failing four quarters. No, we, I don't if we can either. be consistent for the entire game for sixty minutes, I, I think we're going to win more games. Um, and that's that's to me is the bottom line. We have we know offense. We know Martinez, Washington, Spielman, Morgan. We know those guys are are awesome. We know that. Um, uh, Warner, Kate Warner is going to be good. We know Wood- Woodyard is good. We've seen him on the field. Jack Stoll is good. We have guys. Mike Williams. Oh my, he had a couple great catches couple in that catches. game. Um, we are going to get there, and it, it takes a lot of patience. 
That's almost gone, Max. <laughs> but it takes a lot of patience, and it really does. You're talking about a, a rebuild. A lot of people are going back to, you know, you have uh, Mike Riley, Bo, and you have... Frank Solich? Frank Solich. Or Callahan. And Callahan. Yeah, so Callahan, Solich, Bo. Solich had the right mentality for the culture. Of the of the team, right? But and we then eight and, four, eight and four, and bye. Bringing Callahan, and three. And Callahan's like, Psh, peace out. He's all he was terrible. And then yeah. you had Bo, who nine and three, nine and three, nine and three, ten and three, ten and two. He had good seasons, but we never won the big games, and and struggled in bowl games. Mike Riley comes in as off a of five and seven season, extremely average, and and extremely average, except for the the one year we had nine wins, but. But then we went four and eight. So I still think Minnesota this next week. Let's talk about Minnesota. So they played Ohio State tight. We right. talked about that. Um, 17 14 and a half. Minnesota was actually ahead. They were doing well in that game. Killed them with the second half. They didn't score in the second half. <laughs> they ended up losing 30 to 14. There's, but, there's your adjustments that you talk about. Yes. Um, Ohio State went in a half and made the better adjustments. But still, even better adjustments, Minnesota, their defensive ends are good. They can they can rush their defensive ends. They're going to beat Farniak. I'm scared about yeah. that. Um, and they're good at stopping the rush. You got Mike Weber and J.K. Dobbins, and that wasn't the bright spot of their game. It was Haskins. Haskins had to throw the ball to win that game, which I think Martinez can do. Yeah, and I think we have the weapons that can do that. Oh, absolutely. Um, it will be nice if we're able to run. Um, oh, and I, I definitely yeah. think that we're going to play better game than we did against them last year. Mm-hmm. Yes, <laughs> I hope so. I really do. Last year they went five and seven, and the highlight of their season was like a fifty-one fourteen win over Nebraska. Yes. So we we are a six-point favorite in that game. I think it is might be four it, now. It opened. I thought it opened at four. I saw it at four. four I think it's half. fluctuated back and forth, but uh, at one point it was six. I think it's four now. They are yes, Max. They are ranked lower in every area for us uh, compared to us. Um, I think. I think we'll beat them. The one thing we have, but to, I've also thought that just about every week. Thought every game, but the one thing we have to worry about, I think, is going to be the run game. They're, so they post Nebraska twenty four seven sports is stupid because they posted something today they're saying usually that pre- they're usually pretty good. But. They're usually pretty good, but today they posted about their starting running back getting um, domestic domestic violence. assault. He he's already out for the year. So they're like, oh, Nebraska may not have to worry about the star running back. And no one's concerned about the star running back because yeah, he's not playing. Out. So it's it's Ibrahim as their uh, their second string or now their right. starter. He ran for 157 yards and two TDs against Ohio State. And even in the second half, they didn't score, but he was still running pretty well. So we're, we've struggled on the run game. So I mean, they only threw 23 passes, Minnesota did. See, and maybe that's because we didn't give up very many yards to Northwestern. Yeah. So – if we can maybe stop the run, make him throw. Yeah, they obviously don't have that much confidence in whatever they got going at yeah. quarterback. Yeah, exactly. And uh, Annex stat, I mean, he was thirteen of twenty-three for two hundred eighteen yards, but he threw two interceptions. That's so no TDs, but two interceptions. We need to get some TDs. We did we have two interceptions. interceptions. We had two turnovers. Yes. Boom. And I said, anybody that follows us on Twitter, I did mention on Twitter that we're going to have a couple turnovers that game against Northwestern because they're going to rely on the on the pass game, and we got two interceptions. Not that we won the game, but we did. Um. Yeah, I agree. I, I think um, so. Oh, holy cow! Catch on my comments. So yeah, concerned about Shenander. Absolutely. I think that's the biggest concern for everybody right now is our defensive scheme. We have the three-four. Um, 
I'm not sold on the three four in our conference just because of the run game, the heavy run well, game, and we saw it last heavy, year. Heavy linemen on the other side. We got to run a four three. But you know we're running a three four, and then they're throwing the ball sixty sometimes. Yes, and we're I mean, and it's still working. Yeah, so I, I don't know. Either you got to bring a rush. Or, or you got to do a 4-3. If, you, yeah. if we're only rushing three guys, we're getting zero pressure. And then we dial it up and we rush five or six, and then we get screwed on the pass game. So if you have a 4-3, at least you only have to rush maybe one or two extra guys, but you still have five, six guys in the back depending on how many you rush. So I, I think yeah. a 4-3 would work a lot better for us, um, personally on defense. And it's just that 3-4 is not good for the Big Ten because of the run game. We, we give because up so the, much. The big offensive linemen. And the big offensive too. linemen. We can't – a three against five is not going to win. A three against four is not going to win the conference. It's not. I, I think maybe yeah. we need to change that. But we're not coaches. We're not in charge of it. But, you we, know, yeah, I mean th- – Those are things that should be seen uh, not only – Yeah, I mean, they're seeing, film, they're, seeing more, they're seeing more than we are. They're seeing more than, you know, everybody's – And one thing I will make a mention of, don't go on to pages and different things and – Post negative comments <laughs> because they. What, you need more? Yeah. Oh, sorry. I should have grabbed two more. Um, they. Uh, I'll take one. If you grab. They. Uh, people see that. People are people. Recruits see this negativity. We yes. talked about it before. Yes. Just don't do it. So yes. don't do it. Yeah. It's... We might say like somebody didn't play very well. That's different <laughs> than. Yes. Well, you know, I might say Lamar Jackson gets burned all the time because he does. Yeah. But I'm not being. I'm not. But he's improved. Yeah, he has. And so don't. <laughs> we uh, we, we got to really be careful. On, too, yeah, just be careful. Give me. One. Uh, yeah, and I, once again, the the recruiting we know where we're where we're short at, and it's obvious that we lack depth because, or at least quality depth. If we're not changing the way we do things on offense or defensive line, uh, which I think is our biggest thing right now, we get more pressure on the quarterback. We block better. We have better plays. We have better success. We're not there yet. Yeah. Minnesota, we know that they're going to play a pretty balanced game on throwing yeah. and running, but they're rushing. If they can rush for or 157 yards against Ohio State, who has a better defense in my mind. Our rush defense has been good all year. That's been better. But – We've struggled on the runs up the middle. It's not the outside. And it's rush. always an inopportune time. It's up the middle, so so we have to be better. Uh, we have to prepare for that run. We should watch film, be prepared for Ibrahim. Uh, Annex is not going to kill us. He's like uh, he makes you think of Hornibrook. Hornibrook, he's not going to kill you through the air. Uh, most quarterbacks in the Big Ten are not going to kill you in the air. Um, so we need it. Thorson obviously is a, an exception right now. Nate Stanley is an exception right now. Um, Adrian Martinez is probably an exception. Yes. Uh, so I, I think I think we have we have light at the end of the tunnel. I think this weekend uh, playing Minnesota. Um, I think we come back home. I think we get that first W. I th- I still I do see a shift. I see a difference from what we saw from week from Colorado seven sacks. Yes, but I see a difference between Colorado and the guys we have now. To be successful, and yeah. I really think that Minnesota game, the broken bits of chair, uh, as that trophy's up for. I've seen it in person; it's pretty yeah. cool. Uh, but that that's up for battle. I think we're taking a bus down there this weekend. For yeah, the game. I, so I think we're gonna win. win. I think we're gonna win. I, I'm I'm gonna say 
Uh, Huskers win that game. I think our, our rushing offense is going to be the big difference in that game. Uh, their defensive ends are good. But I think we have to bust those runs up the middle. Mo Washington get the outside. We get some blocking from our receivers. I think we're going to be just fine. Yep. Uh, Max, when are we on? Hey, we're on usually every Sunday. Yeah, we're uh, on Sunday. We usually do the show every Sunday at 5 p.m. Um, we, we had a, a power outage here at Jimmy's yesterday, so we had to cancel the show. But typically 5 p.m. on Sundays, uh, we're going to keep it on there. October. Yeah, it's not October. Power. Not okay. Um yeah, and JD has been super impressive. So yeah, Spielman has been uh, very impressive I know, this year. I, I, I'm nervous. I don't. I, I don't want him to leave early. Yeah, I, <laughs> he really he could be drafted early. We don't know. Um, his dad's a GM. Yeah, Minnesota. At Minnesota, yep. his uncle is, you know, a college football player and an analyst. Yeah, I don't, I don't. I don't know. He's still a little small, so I don't see him going early. But you just never know. I mean, I definitely think we'll have him next year. Yes. I certainly hope so. After that, you know, we'll see. Yeah. Uh, who knows? Um, I think Frost, uh, I don't I don't think going for it in overtime impacted the kicker personally. His confidence was already down. I don't think he kicked him any lower. No. Um, I, I don't know. That's hard to say. That's really hard because I can't get in the head of the kicker. Yeah, Picker, know, he knows he's struggling. He just has to keep working. I... He's gonna get better. We just have we have we can't I can't necessarily give him time, but he's gonna get better. But do we have someone coming in after him that's gonna be better than him? And that very that very well could happen. We've seen it in a couple games. Um, we've seen it in a couple games already where kickers have been replaced and the backup has been better. We've seen it. Punter, uh, we punter. Light Lightborn got replaced. Lightborn wasn't bad, but he's had some really bad kicks this year. Yeah, and he gets replaced, and I love our backup. So. Um, we'll see. I really think we have a good shot uh, beating Minnesota this week, but we gotta we gotta play fundamentally sound football. We can't have those penalties. Um, we have to really, we really have to do well. Uh, we can't. We gotta get some points on the board. Get some stops. Get some more points on the board. Get some stops. <laughs> we, our offense has to continue doing well. And then have the offense just you know go on a five minute drive. Yeah. That even if you get three points, yeah, kill some. Go on a seven-minute drive, score a touchdown. Yes, I agree. Um, so, so, so Minnesota. We know we got them coming up. Um, they they gave up three field goals in that game, so their defense was pretty good. Um, yeah, so we're gonna have to be creative. Defense. We're gonna have to be creative. Um, you don't see that a lot with Ohio State this year. Yeah, if they're sure. one of the elite teams in Minnesota, is holding them to three field goals and three touchdowns. You got a team that's actually playing pretty good defense, so we got to watch film on them and see how we can beat their defense on yep. offense. Um, so Ohio State beat them. Michigan State beat Penn State uh, on a last-second field goal, 19 seconds left in the game. That was pretty wild. Um, I was destroyed. It, in wasn't the it end. a touchdown? Uh, so I feel, yeah, touchdown. Yeah, oh, sorry. touchdown. Yeah, with yeah. 19 seconds left. Um, so McKenna, do you think Frost should have went for it on fourth and short late in the game? Yeah, the fourth and inches. It's one again. Where was we, it at? It was on our forty or something. We were in. We were on their side of the field. We were on. We were on their side of the fifty. Um, I think. I personally thought we were going to go for it. Um, I really. I really did think we were going to go for it. But we pinned them, didn't we? On fourth and inches. Uh, I think we kicked that one out of the end zone. Oh, we might have. Yeah, that was a different one. Um, I think we should have gone for it personally. Um, I, I think agree. with the way Zigbo was playing, we had to dial up a run. Shoot, get in, get in a, a lineman, 
get an alignment there or something. Like, we don't have a fullback right now. We don't use a fullback. fullback. I really wish we'd go back to the I formation. I don't see it happening, but um, I would love, love, love to have a fullback or at least get maybe a tight end in there, an offset tight end maybe in the backfield to where we run the ball and get a block from him. But a Zigbo could have gotten that. That that was inches. I mean, we're talking about four to six inches. It was not a yard. It wasn't a yard and a half, two yards. Agreed. Um, So I I think we should have gone for it there. I really do. And I think that they didn't stop our run very well. They really didn't. Our run game was solid all game, 159 yards rushing. For um, a Zigbo? Yeah, for a Zigbo. I'm not sure how much Washington had, but – And Martinez. Yeah, Martinez didn't have a ton, but – or Martinez and uh, Washington didn't have a ton, but – I just I feel like we should have gotten it. I really did. So I was sad about that, but um, that could have changed the landscape of the game. It really could have. Yeah. Uh, we chose the punt. It didn't work out in our favor. Uh, they ended up getting points off of it. Um, so it is what it is. We got to move on. Got to move on to Minnesota, um, uh, Maryland. Some of the games this next week. Let's talk about some of the Big Ten games. I think the Big Ten games are most intriguing this next week. We got number six Michigan. Once again, Michigan jumped six six spots in the standings from twelve to six. After beating Wisconsin, who was ranked below them, I was kind of surprised by that. They, they, beat they handled them pretty yeah, well. Yeah, they beat them pretty good. But anybody that knows a Wisconsin, bunch of teams in front of them lost. So I mean, I get so, it. yeah, I get it. But a um, little surprised by that. But they, they played, beat us up. I mean, that's definitely the best team we played. They play um, Michigan State now. And Michigan State just beat Michigan Penn State. just beat Penn State. So Michigan State's kind of one of those up and down teams. Yeah, this they year. lose to Northwestern and then they beat Penn State. Then they beat Penn State. So, but they've had a couple of really good games this year. So. Michigan State now at number 24, so you got a ranked game, number 6, number 24, playing for the Big Ten. Um, I, I don't know if Michigan State's going to dial up. I really don't. It's a pretty big game. Um, I know Michigan's still got to play Penn State, but um, for men, for Michigan to, you know, for that last week to be real big, Yeah. Michigan needs to win, you know, that last week playing Ohio State. Absolutely. I mean. Yeah. Um, they've got Michigan State and Penn State, and uh, where's that game at? Uh, it's at Michigan State. Okay. And anybody's game. A um, couple more questions on Nebraska. So yeah, we talked about the uh, the uh, series, the last series in the fourth quarter for Nebraska when we ran the ball three times. Well, I, I do believe we conceded on that. I, I don't think we tried for a first down. Our offensive line didn't push very hard. Uh, I mean, the, the plays were very mediocre. Like I said, first down sealed. We it. wanted to make them use their timeouts, which which they did. We did, but we still left two minutes left easy, on the clock. It's easy to say after the fact because I mean, yeah, if you throw the ball, you know, maybe you throw an incompletion and the clock stops, and they still have a timeout in their back pocket for that that last drive. I think you probably at that point you probably try to get a first down to win the game. Yeah. I, win it with your offense. Yeah, we get a first down, we win the Don't game. Don't try to hold hold them with your defense. Yep, and I, and I, that's where I think we failed. Because on that. I think the offense is better, and that's and that's where Frost takes the fall on that. If he's yeah. playing the call, if he's play calling, that, that's him right there. Yeah. Um, so Nick, you asked, uh, you love Mo Washington, but why would take a Zigbo out for two two or three series when he was on a roll? Um, yeah, so he, he goes back to the same thing. Purdue game. Yeah, he has one care for five yards in the first half. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't have an answer for that. I maybe, really, maybe, maybe uh, you know, maybe he gets a little dinged up, or you know, I need to take a series off. Um, yep. I, you know, my foot hurts, my <laughs> shoulder hurts, whatever. Yeah, I didn't. I don't know if he was. Um, I don't think he's that break. type. I don't think he's that type of player. Yeah. Um, I think it's more of. 
the coaches like what they see out of Washington. Zigbo looks not. like a grown adult. You see him, it's I like, said, yes. hey, are you a coach? What I said. You're huge. And I, I should have brought this up earlier. Why don't we have both of them on the field at the same time? Yeah. Well, Mo Washington, we know he can catch and run. Yeah. If yeah. you line him up in the slot or something, you hand the ball off to Zigbo. You can hand the ball off to Washington. You can throw yeah. it to him out of the backfield. I think it might be something to try at yep. least. Hey, we we got guys we got guys from New Jersey watching. Uh, we're nice. in Ohio, well, uh, Max. We're in Omaha, Nebraska. Um, so we we base our shows in Omaha. So we got snow yesterday, <laughs> and it knocked out power for like seventy thousand customers yeah. in Omaha. Yes. Uh, yeah, so Wisconsin does have probably the worst team in quite a while just because Hornibrook can't throw the ball. Yeah, and I mean, we, we played them tough in, in, a, in yeah. a down year for us. Yeah, and that's that's why Michigan really was able to destroy them because okay. they only had a run game. They yeah. had no pass game, and that's what, that's what we needed. And Hornibrook is only a junior. We're going to yeah. see him again And, and I'm, I'm really sure that Zigbo would have gotten fourth in inches, 100%. Yeah. I do believe that. Um, but, yeah, like you said, 0-5, go for it. Just go for it. We're, all, we're, already, lo- we're already losing every game. Just go for it. Yeah. What do you have to lose? Nothing. Another game. You're, I up. Just... You're up. You can still go for it. Yeah. If you don't get it, okay, well, you can stop. I mean, you only netted 20 yards yeah. or whatever, 25 yards, yeah. and you kicked it in the end zone. Ugh. So it's frustrating, though. We're not coaches, and, and I I played a year and maybe one full year of football in eighth grade. I played three years. And, and <laughs> I'd say playing loosely. I was on special teams. I did have a block punt. I broke my arm in seventh grade, so I didn't play seventh grade, but – um, I do watch a lot of football. Jimmy watches a lot of football. I we, started uh, freshman football on the – well, after injury, I was a backup. Yeah. <laughs> I started O-line yeah. on the same line as Zom. Zom. Good Nick Zom, yeah. Um, but I played outside backer. Yeah. That's really um, Yeah, so Ohio State – played running back at same Yeah, but I still see us. We could still win three games. Yeah, I mean, I thought we could beat Northwestern. We could still win four games. And then I thought we could beat Minnesota, beat Bethune-Cookman, beat Illinois – we, we, I honestly thought we might be able to beat Michigan State. But, we still could. And we still could. Like you said, they're one of those up-and-down teams. Yes. Um, at this point in time, I probably don't see us beating Iowa. Um, now when they stand away, you start slinging the ball. It's one of those games. It's like the last week. It's kind of different. Awesome. It's going to be cold. Um, it'll be super cold. Maybe snowy. Um, yeah, but, but... And those guys, especially like seniors, they've gotten beat by Iowa for like three years in a row. Yeah. So, they don't lose again. Uh, but Zach Kinnick, it's gonna be tough. I, I'm excited for the rest of you. I really, I'm excited. Anyways, win or lose, I'm excited. I'm, I'm excited. We, we, we bleed, you know, Husker red every day. Um, so we're excited for the rest of the season. I think Minnesota. I think we win. Um, Bethune Cookman, God, we better win. Um, we have. Um, Illinois got pounded by Purdue. I think we should beat them. Uh, we should beat Illinois. They. It's funny because Illinois, like their talent level, is not that bad. So I'm not sure if it's coaching, but they actually have some pretty decent talent, and they're they're getting better. But man, Purdue, they took it to them. Yeah, um, I, mean, I was I was kind of expecting a little bit more out of Illinois that game. Um, AJ Bush is their quarterback. Uh, is he still? Yeah. Or did he get hurt? Uh, if he got hurt, I didn't know about. Because I thought he was a lefty, and I thought I saw some highlights of Maybe. variety throwing the ball. Maybe, but I think we win Minnesota, win Bethune Cookman, we win uh, Illinois. We're, we're going to lose Ohio State. I don't think we're going to win that game. No. I We can keep it close. It's going to depend on our game plan. You know, if you, you see Minnesota down 17 to 14 at halftime, I mean, Ohio State goes in probably not thinking too much of Minnesota. Even losing by 16 points is – Yeah. Um, that's respectable for Minnesota. But at the that's same huge. time, Ohio State is one of those teams that they either like to run up the score or, you know – 
they they want to do what they can to they look tend, good every game. They tend so to they do that can, against us, <laughs> and they do that against us. Yes. So I'm. <laughs> they have the last couple. Depending games. on when that game is televised, I may or may not be at a UNO hockey game. I know okay. I'm going to the UNO hockey game. I just don't know when 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 that game is going to be televised. What game are you going to? Oh, uh, the um, shoot, it's the third November third. I can't remember who they're playing that game. Um, but either way, I'm I'm probably going to miss it if it's a night game. But if it's a day game, I'll watch it. Um, yeah, we, we do have zero. Yeah, again, I, I know we have zero shot. I think we can keep it close, though, if we play like Minnesota did. Um, anyways, I, I hope it's more of a Wisconsin game rather than a, a Michigan game. Yeah, I hope it's not like Michigan. Yes, that was, that was but tough. but if we get a couple wins to gain some confidence, two wins in a row going into well, Ohio State. I mean, State, you can go to Ohio State. Maybe you get the ball to start the game and you score a touchdown and, you know, yeah, get a stop. <laughs> yeah, I, and that's Wish the thing. Thank you, but... Yeah, I, I think you know. I think a couple wins in a row will gain some confidence, and hopefully, we have a, a decent game to where at least we play okay. Um, but I, I don't see us winning. I just hope that yeah. we do well, and it's not a Michigan blowout. No one wants to see that again. No. Um, so what I what I consider Nebraska, Nebraska to be a trap game for most teams, potentially. Yeah, uh, Matt. So Matt, the problem from New Jersey, is the problem is. We play Ohio State after a bye week. Their bye week. Mm-hmm. So it was I mean, supposed to be our bye week. No. Uh, well, actually. It maybe, was. Maybe. We were supposed to have a bye week with um, Bethune Cookman. But I think that's Ohio State's bye week yeah. before that. So, I mean, Meyer's going to have them ready. I mean, th- player-wise, yeah, they might be looking more ahead to, to Michigan or yeah. or uh, Michigan State that they're going to have to play down the road still. Yep. But, um, I mean, we can hope. Yeah, that they are overlooking us. Yeah, so I I still think there, there's a lot of good games coming up. I think we're going to get a couple wins here, Minnesota, Bethune, Cookman. Hopefully, gives us some confidence. Yeah. If not Ohio State, you know, I was like I said, I don't think we're going to beat them at all. But I do think we can compete. If we compete in that game, we're going to beat Illinois, and then we have a really good chance of beating and playing strong with Iowa, if not and, beating them. And Michigan State, which would be really and Michigan State. So uh, maybe we get a few more wins. In the hey, we year. beat Michigan State a couple years ago when we went five we to seven, and they went to the playoff that year. We did. So we did. Um, so we got Michigan, Michigan State, Maryland plays uh, at Iowa. Uh, Iowa jumped in the rankings 19. for the first time at 19. Uh, Penn State plays at Indiana. I think Penn State's going to roll them. They're pissed about losing this right. past weekend. Um, you got Ohio State at Purdue. That could be a trap game too. I think you got to watch out for that game because Purdue's got more um, who can run the ball really well once he catches it, and that that did hurt. Um, well, and they have Ohio um, State. Yeah, and Blau. Blau. Blau that's thrown for 10,000 yards against Nebraska for the last 12 years. Yes, um, at least. He uh, and that's at Purdue. I mean, yep. they. Yeah, that I mean, could be a little bit of a trap. That could game. be a little bit of a trap game. Because Purdue's better than Minnesota. And Purdue played Ohio State really good last last year. That was a really close game. Um, yeah. So and so, I think that I'm looking. I, I really want to watch that game. I think that could be a really good game to watch for uh, for the Big Ten. Okay. The only other game outside the Big Ten that I think is worth a damn this weekend is going to be NC State, who's undefeated, going to Clemson and playing at number three yeah, Clemson because I think Clemson. Is undefeated, but I think they're overrated. I think they are. Um, yeah. I, I think they're going to struggle. Uh, I think that good, that game could be really fun. But the Big Ten games this weekend, I think you got a few good ones. I think so. A few ranked teams. We got we have a bunch of ranked teams in the Big Ten. So uh, really looking forward to it. Um, yeah, I believe. Yeah, we do have a shot to be Michigan State. I think just with them being so up and down, you just don't know what you're going to get. Well, and not only that, but I know it's different now to be a frost. But even so, I mean, we had. 
We had Pelini and then made such a drastic change to Riley, and we still, you know, we beat him. Mm-hmm. And when yeah. we had when we had Pelini, we always played them well. So since yes. we joined the Big Ten, we have always played Michigan State well. Yep. Either throwing a touchdown pass to Jamal Turner <laughs> as time yes. four seconds left in the game yes. to win. Um, when they had Kirk Cousins, we beat him like twenty four to three. Yes. Yes, I, we play Michigan we State. We beat them when yes. they go to the playoff. Yeah, I, I think I think Michigan State is one of those games where Nebraska has a good shot again. I'm I'm really excited about that one. Um, yeah, their offense um, is not explosive, um, but we have to show progress before we get to Michigan State. Yeah, we really do, and I think we can win that game. So, really excited. We have two, three, four wins by then. Um, boom! Yeah, I think we're right in the game. More confidence. confidence wins. Shoot, if we go three and nine this year. Last year we were four and eight. Okay, right. so is that that big of a difference? Yeah, we we should have won some more games. But either way, if we go three and nine, we still have confidence uh, yeah. to get there. So I'm excited. Um, we didn't have Take a lot care of change. Of business this weekend. In the top ten, you do have uh, uh, UCF sticking at number ten. They didn't move, but we got Michigan, Michigan, and Ohio State in the top ten in the for the big. Um, I'm excited for the rest of the year. I always am. So, um, just college yeah. football in general always excites us, whether we'll it's see. Nebraska or not. I mean, but big Husker fans. Yeah, um, we'll see. There's a could be first year where a two loss team makes it into the playoff. Really could. And we know at least a, a one loss team will make it in. Guarantee that. I guarantee that. As guarantee well. it. Um, anyways, that's all we got for you guys today. Everybody that commented and joined us today, we really appreciate it. Um, we usually talk a little bit more about other college football, but you guys all want to talk about Huskers, and so do we. So. Huskers, Big Ten, I think it's yeah. more exciting. So, uh, McKenna Murdoch, uh, you've been huge on the show today uh, and through Twitter, so uh, definitely appreciate it. We want to win some more home games for you. Um, I know you're based out of New York City doing some traveling as well, but appreciate you joining in today. Everybody else that's joined in today, thank you very much for your comments. Again, we're usually here on Sundays. Yes, con- um, continue to ask questions. Check us out on Twitter. Um, we're also on iTunes, our podcast, so I'll share that again. But check us out on iTunes uh, every Sunday. If you don't really want to sit and watch us drinking beers, you can just listen. Although Max enjoys it. It's pretty exciting if you ask me. Um, Matt, appreciate it from New Jersey. Appreciate you joining in today. Every Sunday, join us. Once again, I'm Matt. I'm Jimmy. We're Two Average Guys. You guys have a good one. Happy Monday. We'll see you next week.